Hey there, Vitamizers, and welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. As always, I'm Allison here in Austin, Texas with Slenderella. And today's guest, I know I say this every single time, this guy's super cool. We met him at Future Frontiers. Initially met him at Paleo FX, but followed up at Future Frontiers, and that's why we were able to book him on this show. But before I introduce him, the How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is recorded at MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Okay, so today's guest is Barton Scott. He is the CEO and founder of Upgraded Labs, and they get into what all he's doing there. Really cool science-y shit. Um, <laughs> but they had a, a slew of conversations with Barton, not just about his company, but you know, all the health things that we usually hit on, as well as just some really deep, insightful stuff. I'm sad I wasn't able to be there for this podcast episode, but you guys are gonna love it. And without further ado, here is Barton Scott on the How Do You Health podcast. The How Do You Health podcast. We are here today with our friend Barton. <laughs> with Bart Scott That's right. uh, from Upgraded Formulas. And yes. you're an engineer and you are a chemical engineer and uh, mm-hmm. a, a nutritionist. And a and it, it would just make sense, right? Being a chemical engineering to then kind of. I mean, did you learn biochemistry at some point as well, too, yeah. or did it just go ahead and happen? Yeah, yeah. I studied nutrition, uh, gosh, probably since I was about 12, on and off. Early, it was about physique. It was about being a better athlete. It was about knowing how to cut weight as a wrestler and not pay the price um, and and things like that. And then same thing with jiu-jitsu and football and competing and stuff like that. But what, what I always, even at early age, because I had older parents, I was always very aware of longevity and the need for what am I taking? Is it working? Am I absorbing it? Is it the form I need? Like, I thought, I don't know, I thought that was a pretty you know, basic thought to have even early in life. Because yeah. um, <clears throat> now it's really common with the things you guys do, with what I do with upgraded formulas. Uh, you know, it's, it's really essential. So, that's what I, I try to do is tackle the, the things that matter most in the body. And, and in my opinion, it's it's looking at minerals and looking at heavy metals so that if you give your body what it needs, you can pull out the things it doesn't need, which you guys do with liver detox and other, what I love. I mean, the glutathione, incredible. The Dead Future Frontiers, it was, gosh, got, for anyone listening out there, gotta get over here and try the glutathione it is that's my favorite at least and yeah. i did a big dose of it yeah. uh maybe chemotherapy level dose and it felt amazing <laughs> so yeah yeah it yeah. was like the highlight of the weekend oh man that's cool that's man. Awesome. i appreciate it because i mean we were talking earlier and we met you at paleo fx this past year right mm-hmm. it was our second year it's been how many years you've been um 
I was going to go last year and then had to had to pass on that weekend. Yeah, was <laughs> kind of co-booked my weekend. I was like, whoa, well, not the right weekend to co-book. But then we we ran into each other a couple months ago. Uh, well, I guess it was last month, right? It was Future Frontiers, and so Future Frontiers we were talking about it's it's a different kind of experience. It's more of a futuristic, innovative mentality. It doesn't necessarily just pertain to just biohacking, right? But it's kind of cool because we run in the same circles, right? And so your approach is very similar to ours in a sense that you're looking at health and nutrition from a laboratory scientific standpoint, right? Yeah. And I think that's how we connected. So you have a lab company. Mm-hmm. You look at minerals, you look at ratios, you look at how our bodies function, right? That's that's how you learn about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Initially, it was was doing a hair analysis. This is about seven years ago. And uh, just getting hyper aware of things that I could take action on and fix. So I contrast that with, say, genetics. Uh, It can be really valuable. I think people should do it. But... It's difficult to move the needle for someone that's already doing a lot of the quote-unquote right thing. Right. That knows all the things we know. Right. If they get their genetics done, like you, you know, like I'm wearing the methylation that's t-shirt right, for you guys. <laughs> that's right, right. Yeah. You know, like if you know about some of these things and you go, all right, well, I'm there. So that, that's what I really liked about the hair test. And for me personally, it, it, moved, it, it just changed my life because I realized, oh, chronically minerally deficient, A, in things, B, that I was already taking, so magnesium. Uh, you guys have some more absorbable forms. Since then, there are things that will, you know, better. But I, I just realized it was like it was one of those 3 a.m. in the in the morning, like internal proclamations, <laughs> epiphanies, and also like just commitments. Um, it's like you know, if I'm, you know, if I have all the advantages I've, I've had, I've been lucky enough to go to school, been lucky enough to grow up in the U.S. Uh, been lucky enough to live in a place like Austin, Texas. How many other people are struggling with this? And and maybe they didn't have the body awareness. Maybe they, maybe they just didn't have time to like stop and think about themselves or feel. My memory was really just kind of coming together. Like my, you know, when you don't have enough magnesium, it powers. You know, it's essential for ATP, right? Yeah, man. So in the brain, you know, people talk about sleep because it's a precursor to melatonin, you know, and for me, the difference it made was, yeah, it's sleep, but once I got in a form, I could absorb eventually, years later. Um, but really, it, it was mental energy, and I was just so thankful to have my mind. And magnesium is one of those that most people have some sort of deficiency. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, certainly. Uh, virtually all of my patients either have a magnesium deficiency or imbalance. Uh, so maybe they, quote-unquote, have enough magnesium looking at the levels, but when you look at the ratios, magnesium, calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, magnesium, potassium, and you're just like this one domino thing. And granted, I mean, yeah, soon we'll have ten products uh, that address the need to pump up most commonly in your hair test, but that's one of the ones virtually everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's really. Cool. I agree. Magnesium is. Um, I mean, people, it's funny, people who take magnesium, they usually take it for cramps or they take it because um, they're trying to help themselves sleep, right? They were told, I need to take magnesium because it's relaxing, right? Um, you know, it's kind of weird because you mentioned the balance between calcium, right? Like, that's a one-to-one ratio, right? So it's very fine that people think that, you know, electrolytes, like, if I supplement just this, then this is all I need. But you're like, no, there's a balance, yeah. right? There's a calcium balance. There's a zinc balance for copper. Yeah. There's potassium, uh, sodium, you know, as well. So tell us about the ratios. Like, tell us you know, what's so important about looking at those ratios. Yeah, so looking at, say, calcium and phosphorus, for example, you have uh, on one side, you have parathyroid, uh, you have, a little late in the day, long yeah. week yeah. here yeah. on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on one side, you have, you know, you're basically they, they both uh, are indicators of the autonomic nervous system and how it's operating. Yeah. On one side, either parasympathetic or sympathetic. Okay. So when when you have that, so calcium parasympathetic, phosphorus sympathetic, when that ratio gets out of balance, not only is it out of balance there, but it has this. <laughs> You ever put a fat kid on and a skinny kid 
All right, I shouldn't say fat. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no fat shaming, certainly. Uh, you ever put a large kid, you ever, uh, older kid possibly. There we go. <laughs> age, age five, or grade eight, grade one, you know, yeah. on the same uh, seesaw yeah. together. Yeah. This is what happens when you load your, like what you're talking about, Jonathan, where you load up your body and you go, you know what? I've got the solution. I'm going to go to fill in the blank, buy a some box store, buy whatever is there on the shelf, yep. and I, God knows if it's going to absorb, I'm going to just take a ton of it, yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, hope and pray for the best, and uh, I, I'll be surprised if it doesn't work, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this is most people's, most even really intelligent people's yep. go-to, because you know we're lucky enough to be able to spend our life studying this area. God forbid if we just had to work a normal job, and you, know, you had no time to spend with your health. Anything. And depend on commercials. To and tell depend- us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, that's true. What should I be taking commercial? What should I be taking TV? Yeah. Well, but that's how most people take their vitamins, right? Like yeah. they say, "Well, I was told I need to take this. Yeah. I was told I need to take vitamin D. I need to take a fish oil." They're like, well, what else is it going to do for me, right? So, mm-hmm. like, electrolytes. Most people think if I have an electrolyte imbalance, I am actually like crampy, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe I have like, like muscle cramps like that's what most people think about electrolytes I'm, I'm an athlete i need potassium sodium because i sweated them all out right but it's like well if your ratios of your electrolytes are off you're thinking neurological issues so it's a lot more serious yep. than just muscle yep. cramps right it really is yeah it really is although the tv ad will say do you have cramps and it's like uh yeah and then they'll go through 10 other things and it's like yes to one of them geez you know of course but you're right it, it's uh some of that is, is valid. And people really have to stop guessing with their health and start testing. And so whether it's you know doing some, my personal fav- favorite again is, is the hair test because you know blood is, is kind of a day's worth of data. It can get influenced by what we're you know if we're putting an IV in right now, or if we all you know hey it's Friday night we're all going out something I haven't done in a while but get really really hammered whoa and then you you don't think to tell your doctor that the next day um so that's a thursday you go in friday get some blood work done he's like whoa testosterone for example is really depressed i think i'm gonna this one snapshot i'm gonna diagnose you i'm gonna put you on testosterone replacement out the door and you're like yep i guess it's just and and then that develops into a story for someone and they're like yeah i guess i'm just getting older you know and just yeah, like sure. And they just go back to work, and I, it just breaks my heart. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you're when you're doing a hair analysis test, um, the difference between that and the serum, like because you said the serum can be 24 hours. How long of a window does the hair look into? Yeah, yeah. So depending on how fast it goes, you can say six weeks. Uh, you can say eight weeks. Something like that. So you're looking at the last six to eight weeks mm-hmm. in your health, in your everyday life, the hair is giving that analysis yeah. for that time. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So that's more st- – Stability than a twenty-four hour span. Like yeah. you said. Yeah. It, it's that's also like when people are gonna get drug tested for work. Like, don't, don't do the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do the hair. That won't lie right there. Like, please. Well, I, well, I remember. It's funny you said that because we had a we had a buddy in college. He was he was gonna go into. Um, I won't say names. I won't say what branches. And, but and, he was. And we don't test drugs, people. We sure. at Upgraded. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. Just like if you smoke weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not interested in that because that's not. That's we want to make we want to make sure you do smoke. Weed. Yeah, make sure it's in there. <laughs> That's not high enough level, sir. Thank you very much. But, uh, but there was a, there was a guy who was going to go in a high branch of the military, uh, you know, s- secret stuff going, whatever. And I was like, dude, why don't you smoke some weed? And he's like, no, nah, man, I'm not going to do it. They're going to test for that stuff. I said, well, it's a pee test. Like, come on, dude. He's like, no, nah, man, I didn't check my hair. Oh. I don't want to have to shave my head like all the time to do that. And I'm like, well, because you used to talk, Andrew you used to hear people about, yeah. like shaving their leg and then like. I jump in, jump in in a in a bathtub full of like uh, hydrogen peroxide. It's <laughs> 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 really because they can pull it out of anywhere. Yeah, right? like, you have to go bare, right? Like completely shit because the hair doesn't lie, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So so you figure that out somehow, and you said, all right, hair testing is the way to go. Yeah. So uh, a six to eight win- uh, week window, it's it's more stable, right? Mm-hmm. So you get to see like a bigger scope. So it's like, yeah, you went out the night before, but. Yeah, you know, the last six weeks before that, yeah, yeah, you've been chronically deficient in this, right? So let's say, for example, the ratios are off, calcium, magnesium's off, or yeah, 
uh, one point on that that's interesting. Some people do, and I think there's a term for it now, where people get on their best behavior right before their doctor's visit. Sure. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> you know what? I want a good result. I don't want to, you know, people start getting nervous. So it's like prep for a test. But anyway. Well, that, so, you know, so that's, a, that's a whole symptom for something. That's else. A, well, yeah, that one, it's always but like, no, no, I passed the test. I, right? I can tell you this right now. I've had people who really come up to us, not for the urine stuff, because like you said, we don't check for drugs in the urine. Like, I don't. We don't care about that, right? right? The idea is just saying, like, is there an imbalance of something else going on? And the uh, right. the blood work's funny because some people would say urine or blood work. They're like, uh, I've been kind of partying a lot lately. Is that going <laughs> to show up in there? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. Like, I don't. But they're like, well, I'm going to a festival this weekend. I'm going to do this stuff here. Mm. I'm like, okay, well, let's just wait a few days if you want to afterwards. But like, the truth is, whatever you've been doing up to this point is not going to lie. So unless you're like going to a festival every weekend doing something hardcore, it's not really going to skew the results, right? Because we're not really looking at that, right? But like, the 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 ratios, the the hair tests, and all that. I mean, if somebody comes back and it's like magnesium and calcium are skewed what does a typical like person look like who has an imbalance of calcium and magnesium they they usually they usually uh, about five six and no they're, <laughs> they're from south texas and, yeah. they drive four trucks um, they're, they're from the valley from the valley <laughs> they're like, um, they yeah. put salsa on everything that's what they do yeah, they, they really they really do um, the, <laughs> the, the, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, love the pronunciation. Did, did you say uh, calcium, was, magnesium? So like, if so they out, have, so how do yeah. We, so like, what kind what of symptoms? Would, what would symptoms would you look for? Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, some something really, really simple. We could start out there. Is just if they're really stiff, like they like, wow, I can't. I used to be more flexible. Like I don't know. I you know I'm trying so hard in the gym and diet and like go to yoga and I can't touch my toes and like I'm really having calcium deposition into the tissue joint that's a big one and that adds up and then it becomes a whole nother thing because you have to balance from a pH standpoint the body's constantly trying to do that but in general fatigue you know so assuming say that you're high in calcium so that ratio is instead of say 3 to 1 it's 18 to 1 or something um, or higher and uh, yeah, I mean, it, that could be fatigue from not having enough magnesium. So the calcium is actually pushing the cell out, uh, the, or the magnesium out of the cell. And then you're getting, you're, you're not getting ATP production, uh, which we talked about so a little fatigue. earlier. Yeah. So fatigue. Yeah, yeah, fatigue is a huge one. Um, constipation, obviously, uh, because there's not enough magnesium there. Uh, poor sleep or waking up. Maybe they fall asleep easily. I have a lot of people that actually tell me, they go, so I ask them when I start off with a consultation, I said, so what are your goals and what do you, you know, how do you sleep? What do you want to improve? <clears throat> and when we talk about sleep, a lot of people go, oh, no, no, I, I sleep. Really well. And I go, can you remember, you remember waking up in the, you know, during the middle of the night? Ah, a couple times. Like how many? I found like three or so. It's like, all right. And now I look at their calcium. The calcium's high, and it's depressing the magnesium. So yeah, that's a, a really key ratio. Yeah. A really key ratio, and it drives a lot more methods. Yeah. Uh, to look at to, to help someone dial in. Yeah. And there, and there's what? How many different forms of magnesium? Oh gosh, dude. I mean, the the thing thing that we concentrate. I mean, there's what five or so. Uh, the, what we use is magnesium chloride because when you put it in a nano like ours, you're able to, you know, lysinate the benefit that crosses the blood-brain barrier, right? But ours is going to be able to get into, it's going to cross the blood-brain barrier. It's also going to get into your red blood cells, mitochondria, blood vessels. So, you know, being able to, you have a sort of threshold, you know. Um, so to touch on science, you have to, you have to get under 100 nanometers in size on average for these micro particulate uh, which in our case it's suspended in water uh, we'll do a dehydrated uh, capsule version soon but yeah that's um i don't know did i answer your question no yeah i just because i know 
there's a couple of things that always come up here with because we have a magnesium as well mm. you've seen one of them is like oh it's gonna make me poop and i was like that's yeah. not a bad thing right like, yeah, that, yeah probably <laughs> that's probably to. not a yeah, bad thing you probably need to. and the second <laughs> yeah. and, the, and yeah. the second thing is there is like you know ours is more geared towards brain function right but yeah. there's different magnesium yeah absolutely um so oxide for example is about four percent absorption it's pretty terrible uh, and for that reason it it's great for uh, people that are constipated because uh, it's going to make you go your body's not really going to attach to it it's not going to assimilate it's going to help push some toxins out which is what you want you feel great if someone's really not not moving their bowels because as you guys know, if toxins are trying to get excreted from the body, when they don't, they get reabsorbed. And your body has to heal, so then it just becomes living in a toxic waste. You know, it's like that uh, that movie, uh, what was it, the video? Idiocracy. Yeah, Idiocracy. Electrolytes, we always say Electrolytes. Yeah, Plants yeah. yeah. crave it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are electrolytes? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, somebody was talking about that earlier today. They're like, what, what's so important about calcium? And I was like, well, one of the things about calcium is it overexcites the body if there's yeah. too much of it, right? It's true. So, it can cause neuronal problems yeah, and death. Yeah. So, like, if, if, if your body has a traumatic injury, like, physically, right, um, the body sends calcium over to, to heal it, right? You break the bone, calcium goes over to the bone and regenerates, right? You hurt your tendon, your ligaments, it goes, sends calcium over, right? So, if you have, like, let's say a person eats a lot of sugar, they have a lot of calcium going to their arteries because that sugar goes and nicks the lining of the artery, right? And so the calcium acts as stucco. So if your body's craving more calcium over to the arteries, it's pulling calcium from somewhere, right? Maybe the bones, maybe somewhere else. You mentioned parathyroid. So there's a check and balances, right? Parathyroid's whole deal is basically to produce a hormone that regulates calcium, whether it's in the bloodstream or whether it goes into the bone or into the muscle, right? If you have too much calcium, your body's overexcited. So if you're having calcium going to the muscle, you're contracting the muscle. If you have calcium going to a brain cell, your brain is overexcited, and it's basically going to turn that brain cell into a hot air balloon that pops, yeah. right, and it dies off. So not good, folks. It's not good, folks. It's not at all. And so, like, I'll a, translate. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Take, so, take more magnesium and less calcium. Right, when exactly. in doubt. So, so does calcium? I mean, does magnesium uh, activate more of the parasympathetic or sympathetic response? I'm, I'm sorry. Say that again. Does magne Does magnesium activate more parasympathetic or sympathetic response, or does it depend? Um, I think it, it can it can get complicated there. Like calcium's free straight away, but magnesium. I, I think it's more parasympathetic, if I had to say that. Uh, I haven't seen it in clear stated literature yeah. that, but it doesn't mean it isn't. It also doesn't mean that if it is stated that it's true, obviously. Sure. Um, that's another thing to watch out for. <laughs> well, it's a dual purpose, but, but right? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It does seven to 800 different things that we know about in the does, body. Does it act as a coenzyme? Is that? Well, it's a cofactor. Yeah. That's the thing. So, like, you mentioned uh, sleep, right? Mm -hmm. So... If somebody takes tryptophan as um, a supplement or a food, you know, like even turkey, right? We know tryptophan and turkey. Eventually, that tryptophan will hopefully convert over to melatonin, which makes us a little sleepy. It needs magnesium in order to convert to melatonin. So if a person is, say, taking uh, 5-HTP, for example, instead of melatonin, they take 5-HTP, but they're deficient in magnesium, they're never going to produce enough melatonin. And hence, that person, you said, wakes up three times a night. They might not have enough magnesium to produce the melatonin that they're looking for to keep falling asleep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think for that reason, magnesium should be something that should be supplemented. Mm -hmm. I, if you said most, most people are deficient, in, why not yeah. take it? Now mm -hmm. mention, now mention if you can, um, why we don't use them in IVs anymore. Um. Okay. Well, well Bart, why we choose well, not to? Right? Bart can probably help us with this. I mean, the electrolyte balance is so small of a range that if you if you basically take too much magnesium then you can have a downfall right like if i take too much b12 i'm just gonna be super hyper yeah right but if i take too much magnesium it could throw off my calcium levels and something serious could happen right yeah yeah um i, I would you know it's case by case uh basis and it really depends on the dose the dose makes the poison the dose makes the medicine you get the medicine yeah. as well as anybody um you know what it, I think. Actually, you just gave me another thought. Um, is 
basically, if I can share, the, one of the worst nutritional mistakes I ever made was in college, um, getting prescribed Vivint, which is a lot like Advil. And, you know, just big, a lot of coursework. It's like, all right, all of this due by, like, tomorrow. Like, you know, so much, yeah. So, but there's so many, I just wanted to speak out on it because it can ruin your electrolytes. It can ruin your body. I mean, it's, it's, you know, illegal to have without a prescription for a reason. Really, what they gave me. Um, as it relates to minerals, everyone that I've seen that's taken something five minutes of that one, uh, has really pushed out just some major amounts of stuff. Pretty, it's fantastic <laughs> if you want to look at it that way. Imbalance yeah. in their body. Uh, so I. I what I wanted to ask you guys is if you've had any patients that have come in and, yep, but I'm trying to just get a lot done and, you know, I just, just feel overwhelmed at work, school, sports or something, uh, you know, what sort of complaints do they have symptom-wise? And then what, what sort of cocktails are you giving, giving them? So if a person is overworked and stressed out, I imagine that they have trouble with sleep. Most likely they have trouble even falling asleep or staying asleep. Um, they probably have um, this weird kind of fatigue that, that sets in at different times of the day. Um, they might wake up tired after sleep. They go. They might have a, a fatigue that sets in two to four in the afternoon. Uh, it's always just constant, right? That person's always needing more caffeine, more coffee. They're always tired all the time, right? They can't get enough stimulants, even though it doesn't work. Um, Usually because their adrenals are fatigued or something else. Right, so. yeah, and, and so that's... So they're pressing that gas pedal, and there's just no gas. It's like Always. you're trying to press it more. It's like it's not... Right, but, but it makes you sense, rest though. and repair. So if, if like, let's use the, the, the calcium, magnesium, and balance, right? And I know this is a great example, but, like, if you're not producing ATP because the calcium, magnesium channel is basically thrown off, that's why the stimulants and the caffeine and all that is not working properly because it's like topping off the tank but you're running off a different kind of energy you're not running off atp energy you're running off of stress energy which is like cortisol right and so these people who are stressed out all the time their cortisol is through the roof or their cortisol is like bottomed out because they're basically running off the fumes now and they're not running off that energy so our bodies run off of whatever energy we're feeding it whether it's fat you know like ketosis uh sugar blood glucose cortisol a stress one and so if you if you run off of one of those there's got to be a good and bad right and so the symptoms for most people when they have you know a constant go 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 they want all the energy and all that they are really tired all the time that's really what it comes down to they can't think clearly focus is not there um behind the scenes what goes on chemically is that they have inflammation building in their brain Right. And, and magnesium, you said, you know, it's, it's important for the brain health because how many people now have uh, issues with, well, it used to be called dementia, but now it's cognitive decline. Right. And so thinking, right, just focus. I can't focus. You mentioned Adderall. I, my my together, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like I can't focus. And it used to be that ADHD was more of like I have 10,000 thoughts in my head right now. Not the problem that I can't focus. It's more like. I can't turn off 9,000 of those voices and focus on all these other ones. So Vyvanse and Adderall help you focus on one of those thoughts. It doesn't shut the other ones off. It just helps you focus on one of those thoughts, right? And so if you're kind if, of – If your body can support it. If your body – well, that's the weird thing about it. I mean you're essentially like if you're giving Adderall or Vyvanse, you're basically giving a methamphetamine. You're yeah, giving meth really to a person is. to yeah. basically say, I'm going to help you focus by giving you meth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how right. the hell does that work? Yeah, I that's, mean, that's that's weird, right? When it's yeah. crazy, right? Because like yeah, you have you keep all your teeth, but it's basically because <laughs> yeah. yeah. then you have like <laughs> thousand-year-old practices like meditation that can help you focus, right? And, it, and it's just like, why do we in this country all of a sudden go to like that? It's, yeah. it's just an it's an well, easier answer. I yeah, guess. it is. I mean, meditation now. When I know now that I have that practice, I do TM transcendental meditation twice a day. Nice. So I'll do one today after this to kind of pull out that energy from the nervous system and then to start the day to kind of use that cortisol that's like peaking early and so well for me to just burn it smooth. Nice. 
That's, I've that's never cool. seen it that way, but I, I prefer yeah. to. Yeah, but see, you, you have a background in chemistry, so you understand. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all fair, right? I mean, that's yeah. great. You're an intelligent guy. You understand, you understand the nervous system. And so what I want listeners to take away is the autonomic nervous system you mentioned before. Sympathetic versus parasympathetic response, right? Sympathetic is our flight or fight. We're constant go, 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 go. Parasympathetic is rest and digest, right? And so when the nervous system is we in, need more of that. we need more of that. When the, when the nervous system is in parasympathetic mode, you sleep better because we're more calm, right? Mm-hmm. We poop better because we're not tensed up. Our heart beats uh, or it, it, as a, it goes at a slower rate. Our lungs <laughs> go at a slower rate. Um, it's important to talk about. Well, this we is do. Important. We end up talking about we poop talk about poop every all time. the time because <laughs> well, think about this. It's a sign of health. Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah. If a person cannot literally poop on a consistent basis, I will say it. If you ever heard it before, you're not a healthy person. I agree. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it it comes down to that. And well, it's funny because I'll show up sometimes. Be like, dude, it's 10 a.m. I already pooped three times Whoa. today. Well, I mean, but that's <laughs> almost unheard of, it. right? It's like, don't worry, I wash my hands, but high five. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like I've never heard or been in a clinic before where people are like, oh yeah, well I pooped five times. Already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't. It, but then it's like, well. <laughs> what was the consistency of it? You know what it did. It look it like? well, yeah. <laughs> You're also a dad, right? So you I'm get, a dad. You get... I've gotten photos of poop before from my wife. Like, take a look at our kids' poop. What do you think about that? It's solid. Well, it's, it's funny because I'll, I'll hear his wife asking their sons, like, was it white? Was it white? Was no. it white? Uh, <laughs> what color was it? Healthy kids. I'm telling you, man. Dude, they love seaweed. Yeah. It's the yeah. funnest thing the, in the, the Japanese world. Japanese diet? Yeah. yeah All that iodine. Right? Well, it, it was funny because the, the poop kind of looked like that. But it's like because <laughs> your, nutrient, the, your nutrients your nutrients sound bite in there. Your nutrients have to basically get filtered out through your body and you absorb it through your gut. And if your consistency is different, are you absorbing like you should, right? I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. That's And so I look at it and saying, all right, the only reason we even eat food is because we need the nutrients out of the soil. Mm. in order to function because cobalamin, sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium, we function that way. But we also pull zinc out of the ground, copper, manganese, and all that stuff to selenium, right? And so all these words are very familiar with you. Everyone else like, maybe I've heard about that. Selenium helps with thyroid health. Anti-aging, folks. You want to keep that beautiful face a little bit longer. Maybe ditch the yes. skin cream. Do do a hair test or some other test. Figure out what your selenium is and, and dial in it. Yes. Well, even like the best, like uh, whenever, when people would do yeah. the facials, they're always like uh, soil, like muds yeah. and like and, and, and like soils, yeah, right? And, like, and, like the yeah, clays yeah, and, yeah. Sure. And it's all those minerals in there, right? So yeah. do cool. you uh, you like charcoal? I do. Yeah. So tell us about charcoal, the benefits of that. So all right, I I love talking about this. So <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like talking about poop for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much. Effort. That's awesome. So, well, I'll talk about it in a, in a, a, a grand scheme, which is detox, uh, the protocol I, I recommend. So, something <clears throat> that you understand from, you know, say, Ayurveda, uh, you know, uh, way back when, that we've known for a while, is that if you can increase your stomach acid to a healthy level, which mm. most of us across the board could be higher, uh, if you can do that, and here's how you do it, by the way. And we'll get to the night play and we'll get to uh, the other different modalities like this Super one. quick. Someone today talked to us about about uh, stomach, stomach acid. acid. Oh, it's yeah. just weird how these conversations yeah. So always, I can't wait to hear what yeah, you have to say. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead. So, so, yeah, go oh, ahead. for sure. For sure. All right. So protocol I'll give just anyone generally that's safe to do at home is eat a bunch of celery or you can juice celery to 16 to 32 ounces a day for six weeks. Um, and add in digestive bitters in a brand, something like Gaia or Silver, something like that. And that's going to stimulate bile flow, and you're going to, so you're going to beef up the stomach acid. It's going to take a while. And this could go six weeks to six or 16 months. I mean, it, depending on where you, where you are current. Again, test, don't guess. Okay. If you have a ton of heavy metals, I can almost guarantee what? You have low stomach acid. Okay. Because why? You would have excreted if you could. You would have mobilized if you could. Your liver, if your liver was open and flowing, if your, you know, all these different things, your body was eliminating properly, you probably would have low heavy metals. Um, so a lot of the healthy people, 
suggest, and they, you know, they may have, everyone has some neural deficiencies that they can correct and improve, otherwise there'd be no reason to do the test. It's optimization. But, uh, so even when I'm working with someone like Biohacker, that, you know, so there's room there. But, uh, where was I? All right, so when you do that, so that's, that's something like a, a push method. Okay. The pull, if you call one push, one pull, the pull would be when now, let's say you did that on an empty stomach fast in the morning, right? So you do that, or in the evening, whatever you prefer. Then you come in and you do activate the And it has a, a matrix and designs this up. Just kind of wrap the poems around it, gives it a little snuggle, and gets it out of your body where it belongs. You know, it's like gets that stuff out of there so you can think again, so you can sleep again, so you have that energy to do the things you want to do in life. That's really what it comes down to. Um, so a lot of this is clearing the roadblocks, the roadblocks of our health, the cellular health, um, so that we can function and contribute and achieve and love. Do all these things normally, right? Yeah, you know. So bentonite uh, silica from diamantaceous earth. Uh, yeah, the, really those three. Yeah. So and then activate the purple. So I'll, I'll do either one or three of those. Uh, at this point, I don't I don't do it every week. Uh, but is it something I recommend? Certainly. When I check my own levels, if I see something creeping up, do I jump it back into it? Yeah. And, and for people listening at home, activate charcoal is a form of chelation, right? Like chelation is pulling heavy metals out of your body, right? Because they've latched on, they've stuck in there, they're causing damage, like aluminum, right? Uh, one of the things that aluminum can do is it, it's, a, it's a neurotoxin, right? And too much of it in your body can cause basic damage to the brain, more importantly, like that, right? Uh, you look at lead. We've all known about lead toxicities. Uh, people used to live in houses that had lead paint, right? And it's just as bad as people living in houses full of mold, right? Like it's causing the sickness. And it's like, unless you're doing a hair test, you're not picking up on how much toxins you really have in your body, right? Exactly. That's a key point to make. So if you've been listening right now, I'm going to stop and make a really key point. If you're testing your heavy metals and you're using blood to do this, your doctor or anyone that's advising you, just know that I completely, wholeheartedly disagree with the method of activating the hurting because you think that, oh, I'm fine. The reason why the blood's the last place to show is the blood has to be uh, it has to be healthy, otherwise your your whole body's gonna shut down. The, the body maintains that pH so tight um, that you know it's going to just push it into your tissues so it can function. And then, you know, it's going to pull stuff from bone marrow, stuff from your minerals. Magnesium, etc. Right? To be able to so to be able to clean that up and have a nice, clean-looking blood. So then you pull the blood and it goes well. You know, Jonathan, I don't know. I um, I don't know what to tell you. You um, you're right in the middle of the rain. You're like, great, but I have so much fatigue I can barely get out of bed. You're like, well, I guess you're not high, trying hard enough. You know, and you're just like, you're the third doctor that's told me this, and I try hard, let me tell you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is, you know, so it's starting to get... Well, that's a very common thing. People hear all the time, just so I was like, well, this and this doctor told me everything was fine, but I don't feel fine. Like, that's a very common thing. Yeah, and, and then just absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It, and it, it's tough because it's not the doctor's fault either. Uh, it's just the, the system. The education as well, because if you if you're working with a physician that's 40 years old and they were in school, how old was the book that they, they were reading from? How old was that book? Yeah. How old is that book now? When was the research that went into compiling that book? When was that done? What technology do Who's we have available it? now? <laughs> Great question. Great question. So, I, yeah. You know, doctors out there, I love you. You know, keep trying hard. I know you've you've already done a lot, and for the most part, many, very, very many of you, you know, your heart's in the right place. So, I get it. I get it. Um, and you have a lot to risk too. At the same time, you try. And you need to so, get paid by insurance. And you need to get paid by insurance. And so there's there's a couple hurdles there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Does, does, I, mean, I just I don't 
just yeah. Does, does insurance accept your test? Uh, in some cases, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that then that's been probably a more recent thing, right? Mm-hmm. That you're trying to get. And and just for the listeners at home, the reason I'm asking is not because it's not a validation of, of Bart's test. It's more the idea that like insurance doesn't even recognize mm-hmm. how important of a test this is yet to hopefully in five or ten years this is standard across the board. It'll be like every single insurance recognizes it for how wonderful of a test this is, right? That would be it's great. important, right? Yeah. It's a, it's an important People health mark, mark. Well, yeah. it's like this. All right, let's say someone gets a routine checkup, right? Which it's hard enough to get someone to go into the doctor for a wellness exam, right? Because you're like, I want to go see the doctor when I'm sick, right? I go to the doctor when I'm sick. If you're Hispanic, you don't even go to the doctor because they're <laughs> going to find out something wrong with you, right? Basically, I'm not going to go because they, they're going to find out I have diabetes or whatever, right? So I'm not going to go to the doctor. So when they do finally go in, <laughs> is this a cultural sure. thing? This yeah, is a culture thing. Yeah, I sure. swear to God, this yeah. is this is true. Um, and so if you have someone who comes into the doctor and they go for a wellness routine uh, checkup, they they check ten tabs, right? You check your cholesterol, kidney, livers. Uh, uh, you're checking your heart. Uh, in a sense of you look at your cholesterol that way. You look at your fasting glucose, which tells you twenty four hours fast. Uh, uh, and then you know A one C, maybe yeah. your red blood cells, white blood cells. That's it. Yeah. No thyroid panel. No thyroid panel. I mean, why would we check your hormones? It's a wellness thing. I mean, that's essentially what some doctors will tell women. Why would I check your hormones? This is a wellness exam. Go to your OBGYN. Go to your endocrinologist. Right? Check your hormones there. If you go to your doctor and you say, I want to check my heavy metals. They're going to be like, why? <laughs> why yeah. do you want to check your heavy metals? Well, I've been reading a lot about this and that and this. I and heard these guys on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. And they sounded like they knew some stuff. And so the doctor's yeah. going to be like, all right, let's order it. Everything's going to be fine. Up, oh, see, you're in range. But I don't feel normal. I don't feel like yeah. everything's good. Can you check some other tests? What else am I missing? Get out of here, hypochondriac. Like, I'm not running all these tests, right? Yeah. Because it's unneeded. Everything, I've been told that four yeah. years ago. Yeah. And, and it's, it's bullshit. Because yeah. the thing is, you're saying, well, what the fuck do you care? It's my body. Yeah. you got 30 other patients right now that are complaining about foot pain and back pain and all that. You're going to get a bunch of crappy drugs anyway. I care about this because I don't want to take those drugs. I don't want to end up like them. You know, How do I not end up like them? What is in my labs that shows me that something's going on and it's progressed? And they're like, I don't know. Everything's yeah. fine. Everything's I, fine. Yeah. My, my thought was yeah, essentially right along there. And I, I can tell there's frustration there too. And it, it, it's, it's just because your thought is, you know, if you have the right, the sorry mindset, it's like, look, I want to heal so I can help. Um, I want to heal so I can be a good person, good citizen. Like, we're all happier and healthier, or happier when we're healthy. Like, we're better adjusted. We don't get road, road rage. We don't get, you know, oh, all right, maybe a little. <laughs> yeah. every now in Austin? But, <laughs> all of it doesn't because he doesn't have a car. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying. Though. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, everything in life gets a little easier when you're. Um, and it, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really cool. It's really foundational. I, I think we, it's just got to come from the bottom up, like, just like what we're doing now, where people start, we're empowering people. My goal, you guys' goal, empower people to take care, take control of their health. So get them healthy enough, get them some quick wins, come take a hair test, do a consultation, uh, do an IV with you guys, you know, take some of the right supplements that you guys that you know you need because you you're not guessing with your health you're testing and going all right if all these ratios are off what do i need based on having these things back in the future at this point and then take action on it and you're healthier then you know your relationship has a chance to get better because you're not stressed and focus and pay attention then you know it's just a snowball effect i hate to say but it is either a snowball all the way through life one way or love what you said don't guess test right <laughs> so this is all clinical data because you're a man of science you know we all we all love science we're science geeks at heart you want data you yeah. want to say show me what's going on and is there more data that i can collect right that i can put together and connect the dots yeah and yeah bring in your genetics bring in your thyroid panel you just did don't wait don't bring me something you did six months ago. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, well, I've made all these changes, and I'm on four different types of meds since then. But uh, what do you think? It's like, I think you should retest if you want to compare it. Uh, yeah, so it, timing is, is essential. I, I do think, I, I think 
people should, if they're going to do these asks, fax them to them, try to line them all up. Yep. You know, See the progress. For that reason. And get a baseline. So you can do that. Connect those. Get a baseline because when you look at someone who's trying to get healthy, you want to see where they've come, right? And so, like, with you, I noticed in your test, like, you can recheck them again and see if the ratios change, right? It's not like a genetic test, like, this is my gene. I know I'm at risk for this. What are you going to do about it? It's more like, no, here are the ratios. Here are the numbers. You're changing the numbers. Here's the trend, right? We're changing it. We're making leeway. Because the truth is, it's like, let's say someone does your test and they start doing activated charcoal, but they start taking magnesium, they're going to recheck it anyway to see if it's making a difference, right? Exactly. You, at least you should. Yeah, you certainly should. Um, <clears throat> another key point that is really shocking, um, but what's largely true, is that when you offer the, it's difficult to do this if you have minerals that aren't absorbing as well as they need to be, but if you can, let's say, you know, your minerals are absorbing, you take the right form where your your body's receptive. You can actually push out a lot of toxins over time, including heavy metals, just by holding your body in a place where it gets all the nutrients it needs from this growth. I mean it it's kind of amazing, but it does work. I know there's there's conjecture about it, but I I've seen it, I've done it myself. So let me ask you this, Bart. If you were to recommend a food that had a lot of key nutrients in it, what, what's the types of food? Because probably you, you like yeah. to eat them, right? Yeah, So yeah. What, what would you recommend? Avocado is a great one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> avocado Friday. Yeah. You've got uh, avocado socks on. Dude, what? I, I awesome. Avocado Fridays, man. I, I always talk about avocados like maybe the perfect food. Yeah. 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 I, I'm with you. <laughs> That's we, awesome. We have not talked basic. about this either, but yeah. like, this is a yep. first. Yeah. yeah. Avocados are great. Not planned. <laughs> no, no. So, so avocados, and why? What, 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 and what are your thoughts, too? Well, they, they have a lot of things that people miss out on. Manganese and copper. Yeah. It's, you know, it's common to, if we make a upgrade zinc, zinc supplement, which is great, but if you pound that all day long, every day, and you never consume copper, and you never supplement it, what happens? Well, there's a balance in the body copper and zinc, and that's bacterial and viral sort of balances in the body, so that, that's also another indicator, I should say that, sidebar that for some other time, conversation about it. but uh, you can also look at something like history, essentially, and go, oh, well, if you really low in this, you should probably grab some almonds, yeah, so, but avocado is great, potassium also has potassium, uh, now, again, folks, all of this is totally totally dependent on the soil. What does the soil have in it? Uh, well, we don't know. Well, it's organic. Spartan, don't be organic, man. I hear that all the time. Wisconsin, all those, hey, be organic, it's fine. You can probably take care of it. You yeah. probably don't need it. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was. Yeah, we check your labs, man. It's not yeah, true. It's, yeah. it's not true. <laughs> well, yeah, the soil's not guaranteed to have anything. Unfortunately, you know, and, there's no... And if it's seasonal... Seasonal. Right, but yet we get avocados year-round. It's not because we're right next to Mexico. It's because it's modified to produce avocados yeah. year-round. And that's interesting. They taste different, too. They do taste different. <laughs> they do taste different. I Look, avocado has protein, selenium, calcium. Fat. fat has the healthiest fat you want. The seed it's itself even has like a cyanide component that kills like toxic cells. Well, yeah, it's badass. Like avocados. We'll just throw it in there. We just throw it in the vitamins. You, throw it all together. you guys blend the seeds. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, oh, dude. Hell yeah. yeah, go for anyone listening, go look <laughs> up uh, vitamin is... vitamin B seventeen. It's from the apricot. I've and, heard of this. And, and vitamin B in fact you might have seen a paleo. Somebody was selling like apricot B seventeen, like a bag of it or something. <laughs> and it, uh, the B seventeen has a cyanide that just goes specifically to toxic cells in the body. So like cancer cells and like all that. It doesn't harm any of the healthful cells. It's just a sniper. Huh? It's a sniper. It's, it's, it's and incredible. I read that the avocado seed is a derivative, like very closely linked to apricot seeds. So I was like, shit, that's going in the Vitamix right there. I mean, that's why not, right? Like, so, so if people say, how many avocados can you eat a day? How many would you say is too much? Uh, well, I'll say what I think is certain, uh, certainly, I think two is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what, what too much is in it. You know, it depends, you know, are you 300 pounds and still pretty lean because you're a huge human? Or, or are you, you know, 190 pounds? You know, are you 90 pounds? 
Yeah, and you're fully grown. Can you yeah. eat more than two? Yeah, so, so it's like, yeah, yeah, gotta, gotta keep growing. I got you. Yeah. That's a so, good way to answer that. Yeah, because, I mean, I'll eat like three avocados a day if I can. It, it's yeah. possible, yeah. I mean, especially if the alternative is fast food or something. Like, uh, it, it's always weighing against what's available. So maybe you're really healthy, but maybe you guys are at a conference and you're out and there's this great conference, but there's nothing around it for some reason. Bag of sardines and avocados. We do. That's the snack of sardines. He's got a bag of almonds. In my bag, there's always always a can of sardines and possibly an avocado. Wild Planet anchovies. I'm going to give them a shout out. No affiliation, but yeah, we like Wild Planet. They are. I I know. I know them, and they're they're great. They're awesome. Yeah, we saw them at Paleo. We got. I think you had the sardines from there, right? Yeah. No, we. I'll have to go outside and eat the sardines, obviously, right? But like, I have them in olive oil, and yeah. and people ask, why do you eat tastes sardines? Like, tastes like tuna, that particular. It does brand. actually. Like, I mean, if you get a good kind of, of sardines, it tastes like tuna. It's a very fatty tuna uh, taste, but and the spine makes it crunchy and crunchy. Just it's the healthiest you know, makes my fat <laughs> you can eat. If you're eating sardines and avocados, you're getting DHA, which is what your brain is made of, like predominantly made of, right? And so it's like. But here's a story as far as a lab testing. So Baldwin went vegan for a while, and he was eating nothing but avocados and almonds for his fat. And we checked his omega-3 levels, and they were super low. So like you said before, you know, you talked about nutrients and soil. He was eating like three avocados, the big ones too, like the big jumbo Haas ones, right? And low amounts of omega-3s. And I was like, dude, you're eating all this fat, but your body's not converting it over. Well, come on, man. So you're still deficient. I'm not fat. I don't know if you're fat adapted at that point necessarily, depending on how long you've been doing ketosis. Or no, if you're it, new or, it just wasn't converted. Yeah, it was. It wasn't converted because it's, yeah. it's like you look at because as soon as I started taking a fish oil, oh, okay. non-vegan fish oil. Yeah, yeah, it just went up. So then yeah. we've had like tons of vegans. Which is a wall people hitting ketosis all the time, right? It's like their omega, they get on it and start feeling good, and their omega six is like rising, 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 and then it like boom. Yeah. Goes, yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned omega sixes. So, like, for people who supplement out there, you don't need to supplement omega sixes. You don't. You definitely don't need to supplement omega nines. You need to supplement omega threes. Right. But the problem is, yeah. But the problem is, is that the omega sixes can come in sources you never thought of, like cooked meats or even nuts. Right. Yeah. Chicken. Chicken. Yeah. So, like, the thing is, you're like, I'm getting a lot of my fat, but you're like, well. Oh. Yeah, but uh, like avocados aren't high in omega sixes; they're high in omega threes. Dark sardines high in omega threes, right? Um, the chestnut is the healthiest nut we found because it's the highest amount of omega threes versus six ratio. And so, people will be surprised to think like, "All right, well, I never knew fat was that important to me." Well, I'm like, the whole reason you're eating fat is because your brain's made out of it, right? And you can run off that kind of energy, right? But think about people who do ketosis. If they're eating tons of nuts all the time, are they inflaming their body to begin with? What, so two questions. One, what's your favorite type of nut? Two, how much fat do you have to consume on something like a ketogenic diet before you start to get a fat? Um, I think that's important for us to talk about. So that's a great question. Yeah. So so answer no one. I like I like chestnuts as the healthiest nut, and then probably Brazil. So I made a pie. Uh, uh, what is it? A pumpkin and, and, pie and, with and, the with the Brazil nut crust. Whoa. Oh my god. It was, <laughs> it was badass. It was badass, dude. The crust was all like he sounds, broke them up. Sounds illegal. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. It was the healthiest pumpkin pie I've ever had, and it was like turmeric based too, right? Oh yeah. Avocados, like, dude, it was badass, and everyone was sitting there like, I don't want to touch that for Thanksgiving. I'm like, all right, more for us, and you could eat like you knew you were eating something healthy. Like, it was amazing, right? Yeah, um, I used molasses for sweet. Yeah, to sweet it up, so it wasn't even that much, but. It wasn't very sweet, but it was still sweet. And so to answer your second question about the fat, um, I know a lot of people in ketosis measure their ketones. And um, they'll say, like, I have to hit a certain amount of grams per day before I am in ketosis. I think that's more pertaining to the individual rather than as a whole because it's more like how many grams of protein a day do I need in order to function? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think you should consume 100 grams of protein. I mean, would you consume 100 grams of fat? That's going to be hard to do, right? Unless you eat like 30 avocados a day and 10 cans of sardines. I just don't think that's going to happen. But I look at it as more of this. Do you feel better? Do your labs say you're doing better, 
right? Are you actually converting what you're eating over to the nutrients and the byproducts you want? So in that sense, I'm like, maybe it's just six grams of fat that you eat. You accidentally function. But if you supplement really well, then you don't have to necessarily eat 30 avocados, right? You know, if you're saying, hey, yeah. I'm deficient in magnesium or selenium or zinc or copper, you can sit there and try to eat all your food. But if the soil's not good and yeah. it's out of date, it's like, let's just supplement that. Because you know it's going to work. That's what you want, right? That's the end result. Yeah. And then I think it also depends on how much energy you're actually expending, right? Because, like, if you're running on fat fuel, but you're not really going out to work out, you probably don't need to be eating more fuel. Like, yeah, you know, just keep true. storing it up, buddy. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's dead on. There's a lot of a lot of people, I think, that they get into keto at some point, they're like, ooh, you're going to eat really fatty stuff. Body craves fatty, salty, sweet. Oh yeah, right. Oh, yeah. So like some of the quote keto fools out there have nailed it from a food addiction standpoint sure. because they get fatty, salty, sweet, you know, savory, and 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 it's you know, it's like well this is healthy keto cheese. And, yeah. yeah. Oh I, I I when I first started keto I was eating a ton of cheese because I was like this is all fat and it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Uh, <laughs> shitty. Uh, <laughs> shitty. So, so I've gone through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. I've gone through a transition where I mostly. We've been there. Uh, Most of us have been there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've gone through a transition where I mostly uh, keep only ketosis now, but mostly because I'm doing fasting. Is I'm just a big point fasting. Same. And, and the thing about it is, that you're just going to be in ketosis, right? But but from from that sense, like I've also well now the way that I feel now, I also know that I've done ketosis the wrong way, where it's completely just detrimental. Health, right? yeah. And you can feel it, right? It doesn't take months of it. It takes two or three days of it. It's like, dude, I just don't feel yeah. good. Um, and there's, so, and and you hear that a lot from people who are just like, I'm gonna try the ketogenic diet. It's like, yeah, there's a very specific way you have to do that in order to be healthy. I think. And and if you're doing it healthy, then it's like almost the best thing ever. But if if you're off, it's it's gonna fuck you up. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. It is a black belt martial art level type thing and people don't think of it that way but they mess up and then they start to well I'm really confusing that and it's not necessarily their fault sometimes it's some bad information that's there yeah. sometimes it's poor execute good information yes I well it's like this and and it, it is like walking what I, what I say is it's like walking tightrope with yeah. your health so it, and, and you know and it changes kind of every day because every day you're changing Well, there's women give keto diet a bad rap almost because they're like, I don't get it. It messes with my hormones. And I read, I think it was either Rob Wolf or Mark Hyman, I can't remember which one, that said no one ever got healthy off of eating just meat and dairy products. But think about how many people do keto. It's like bacon and cheese. I can eat this. It's all yeah. keto. And I'm Simple. like, no, keto can also be plant-based. Yes. Like, And I think whether you're paleo, keto, gluten-free, vegan, whatever, it's like eat more plants. Just eat more veggies. Like, no one's ever died off eating too many veggies. The worst that might happen is you eat too many carrots and you turn orange. Like, that's about it, right? But I'm like, it's a natural no one, suntan. I would love to meet the person that overdosed off of eating spinach. <laughs> Absolutely. So, the, the, that's funny. The uh, the thought that, that I've had recently, giant. though, is, is, is whenever. <laughs> we, yeah. So, <laughs> so the. the there's one thought, though, for people that have had, let's say, leaky gut, they have those tears in their digestive system. Yeah. Doing, going um, for a couple days, doing an elimination diet where they're not taking very much fiber, taking meat. Like, this is one spot where I, and it's kind of like really the only spot preparing to that I would use it, but for something like 72 hours, our ancestors absolutely used to, you know, take a deer down or something. Guess what? They only eat, drink, water, salt, oil every day. Do you think we can do that? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. we can do that. Do you think that will relax and relieve some of the stress on the gut? Yeah, I think so. Especially when you add in some leaky cakes, things like that. And then just don't overdo it. Don't eat when you're hungry. Do that for three days, and then follow it up. With what a concept! That is fucking nuts, dude. I, I, I okay. So how long do you fast for usually? 
I usually do something like 16 hours, and then every every two weeks probably I'll do it. That's awesome. And how many people think you're crazy? Um, Outside of your circle that you want to talk to, I guess I should say. <laughs> we don't think you're crazy. That, that, yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, no, I don't have a good feel for it. I just know that I know better. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. Really. Yeah. They got it wrong. Yeah, But it's true, uh, right? We were designed it, to be able to eat yeah. in that space. It, it's not even egoic. I just feel bad for people who don't understand the things I'm lucky enough to understand. Because they'll probably be like, oh, you just don't eat? How much weight you're going to lose? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because one of the things that I, one of the newest things I've learned is like when you do eat meat, that's harder to break down. It's not only that obviously it's harder to break down, but your your digestive system also slows down for the purpose of like, hey, let's get the most out of what's in here to take as long as possible anyway. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you don't necessarily need to eat stuff more fat in there or stuff more whatever in there to. Because it's just going to accumulate. It's going to back up. It's already backed up. Like, there's just no reason to think back that's going to happen. Absolutely. So, back up. <laughs> so, so imagine this. You know, if if your body has enough, you have enough fat on you, uh, and you have water and you have minerals that you can absorb. Let's say hypothetically, you guys, you guys are running an IV or you're taking something like what I've developed. And you, you're getting everything suffices to say you need. You can pretty you can fast for a really long time. You may not enjoy it, but water, sunlight, minerals, your body can make a lot of vitamins. It's endogenous if you if you have it. Yeah. And you can it, it's kinda incredible, especially with sunlight. So yeah, you can sit, you know, in the edge of the cave for a really long I'm talking like you know, thirty thirty days, sixty days, longer if you have enough body so when you think about it that way, that is kind of like going back to first principles of healing. Thinking about it as what is the most root level thing that if I address that, it will have this you know, network effect throughout the body. And you know, certainly there's a lot of different approaches, but that's that's one helpful piece of the Basis, the foundation, but it's yeah. not just one thing, right? You mentioned, you mentioned sleep, you've mentioned water, exercise, obviously, you've been active. Stomach um, acids. Stomach acid. I mean, put yeah. it in like the avocados. Like, I, I bet if you had taken 500 milligrams of HCL with that, and granted, guys, never, I said this earlier on the other podcast I did today with uh, Derek Garrison, we're talking about that. It's like, yeah, just want to make a, a real note. People will not like it, they will feel like trashy or painful um, if you take HCL and you forget to eat get a phone call or something take it as you're starting your meal because having more acid in the stomach that already is starting to build acid um, not pleasant yeah. <laughs> not pleasant and then step step it up naturally if you started food and took some extra acid and then you go alright well I can feel any burn in my stomach and step it up a little more wait a couple of meals and always do it with the first so you want to feel that burn when you're taking? No, 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 no. Don't. I don't want to feel the burn at all. But I know if I if I felt no burn, I probably could have taken it. Yeah. And then once I reach that place, I go, all right. Well, that was too much. From now on, I'm going to back down. Yeah. So I'm going to dress up slowly. Hydration, basically, sure. what we're saying against you, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to hydrate down. And not, nope. not hit that black diamond too hard. Double <laughs> black diamond. So yeah. Cool. It's like somebody that drinks too much juice, right? Or apple juice. Like, it's like, well, I'm going to drink this, and then, you know, it's going to. I mean, the thing is, like, if you drink too much prune juice or you drink too much orange juice or even apple, like, you know, there's going to be something negative that happens, right? If you drink too much water, that's almost like unheard of to do because we're so deficient at ailments. But it's like the apple juice probably has sugar in it. Right, it had probably fructose corn syrup in it, right? And so maybe there wasn't as many nutrients in it, so you're probably telling you, right? So we're pooping out all the stuff that we're able to absorb to break down food that's been cooked at high temperatures, and all of a sudden, like you're releasing inflammatory byproducts in your body, and it's disrupting your gut, it's causing gut syndrome. Uh, let's say that you take a medication, like something for acid reflux, it's probably throwing off your ACL in your stomach, your B12. Uh, 
efficient and probably throwing off your function too. And then next thing you know, you're not eating enough vegetables, you're not eating enough avocados, you're not eating enough manganese, selenium, zinc, copper, whatever you need. And so you're totally gone. And it's funny because this might be the first time I'll say this. If food is your medicine, you're probably taking the wrong kind of medicine. You're not getting the right kind, right? Because food should be everything. The problem is it's not. And that's just what it comes down to. The point of the conversation is people, you're not going to get all your nutrients from your food. You have to supplement. Yeah, not and this day and age. Not this day and age. It, it's just not going to happen. Um, so think about food in a whole other light when every time you eat something, is this helping or hurting your body? And maybe you'll make a better decision. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Maybe you just don't give a shit. But, I mean, if the truth is we really care about what we put in our bodies so much to the point where we want to test and do our hair, our urine, our pee, our poop, you know, our breath, or whatever, right? I mean, we're detoxing for a reason. And if you're not able to detox correctly, all those toxins are staying in your body and causing the dysfunction. That's what we're trying to do. Every time you methylate, you detox, you're trying to get all that shit out of your system because it's causing this distress, disease. And, uh, and I appreciate you coming in and talking about it, all this. I know we could probably go on forever. Uh, tell the good folks how we can find you. Oh, nice. Well, I'd love for you to find uh, the website first that, that can, has the most power to help you. I put a lot of information there. Uh, you can go to upgradedformulas.com. If you want to follow me, you can find me at it's IPS. So IPS with Barton Scott on Instagram at Upgraded Formulas most active there and uh, yeah you know let me know uh, do the consultation pretty soon it will be with more of a nutrition physician right uh, right now I still get a spot with me so sweet hope this was helpful yeah um, man this my, was awesome yeah really my, my goal first and foremost is to help people just sidestep the sort of health conundrums I had early on in my life you know, kind of hitting a wall, whether it's ketosis or building a nutrition business, structuring your marketing, working, it's great as going into a job or something like that, and just realizing, you know, you got to solve this, like, a chemical air with you. you know, so many other problems, so you got to be able to fix it, you got to be able to fix it, you got to be able to fix it. So, what I, I'll leave you guys with is just testing. I'm gonna use it, man. Let's do it for me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah.